Welcome to another episode of A Course in Miracles Chanting. My name is Ezra. I am so glad once again that you are here and I am here. This podcast is continuing. Um, It is unfolding week by week. I never know how long it's going to go for and I don't think about it. This is something that continues to arise in me to find a chant to have within my mind for the week and how useful it is, how useful it is for me at this stage in the game to have a theme that runs for one week seems very helpful. And just to embed it and continue it. And as life is, sometimes we we lose track of our lesson for the day or don't have it completely in our minds, especially after 10 year, uh, 15, 16 years of being in the course Uh, And to have something for a week gives me a chance to go back to it again and again and reinforce it and let it deepen and deepen. So this chant is called, My Guest Has Come. It is taken from chapter 29 in A Course in Miracles and some other places. Um, I've put it together again as what I have felt to be the most helpful thing for me right now. I will read through the words first. My guest, capital G, has come. I asked him and he came. His gifts came with him. And I am free of pain. No more is pain my friend and guilt my God. And I should welcome the effects of love. I dwell in abundance. I cannot be in pain. I am the holy son of God. Salvation is come. The body is nothing, and this is recognized. I live in God. I live in God. Amen. So this has come as my response to pain in the body, basically, as having some chronic pain. And it. Uh, I have felt a recent awakening of the strength of the resolve of accepting, maybe I've gone over this in the last couple of podcasts, of accepting what Jesus has done for us in the full resurrection, in the full um, completing his part perfectly and busting through back to God, to remembering God for the sonship and that we can completely hold on to that trust in that, no matter how far away we are from that, we can have full faith in that and be carried by that, by just leaving everything else aside and grabbing onto what Jesus has done completely and accepting that for myself. So Jesus also healed with a touch anyone. He didn't have to go to see the person. Someone could be healed, healed death itself in another 
and in himself. So all forms of death, sadness, worry, anything like that, is beaten. It has been forgiven. It has been shown to be untrue. And the reality of, of eternal life has been proven to be the truth. And I can simply grab onto that, fall in love with Jesus, just get close to him, be closer and closer, say his name all through the day, wake up in the morning saying the name of Jesus. Any grievance that might come to mind, say the name of Jesus. And as it was said in the Bible, as Paul said, by his stripes we are healed. By his stripes I am healed. And that gives me a feeling of he was whipped. Those are the stripes of the uh, the whips on his back. And in that, it can be seen. I can I can get that, that Christianity might see that as a sacrifice, as maybe the one and only Son of God being sacrificed for our sins, and so we're forgiven. Or what we can see is that he went through pain. He went through the darkness of the ego, and he brought us through that into the light. He brought all of that pain and darkness and all, all the way to death, death of the body, he brought into the light. And all of that was wiped away from the mind of the sonship, whom I am. Therefore, I can, as it says in the Course, accept the atonement for myself now, accept full healing now, accept full salvation now. There's nothing I need to do to earn it. It is who I am. And Jesus showed us that. And he is the king right now in salvation, the leader of salvation. He is the head of salvation. And I can be okay with that and not think that I'm anything special, but just say, yes, I want that help, that strength. And I see that you have, you have accomplished healing for the sonship. And I would simply fall into that as being true and accept that 100% right now. Healing has been accomplished. By his stripes, I am healed. I accept that right now. By his stripes, I am healed. So in my story, uh, pain has significantly reduced since this realization and full belief and faith. I've gone through these things before in the past with no results. Of, of being inspired. Oh, I know what to say now. I know what to do. Um, but I didn't. And this has shown something significantly different, that the full acceptance right now of healing is available to us right now. We simply see it and accept it. So I'll go through the chant. My guest has come. So this is the Holy Spirit has come. I asked him and he came. So we've probably all done this before. We've read something in the Course, and it says to ask him. And so right away we just say, yes, I ask you. I do want that. Um, so we have done that. We have made that, that request for the Holy Spirit to come. And this is also in this theme of it is accomplished. We just simply accept it. We have asked, and he has come. So why not live that now? Why not completely embrace and dwell in that and nothing else is true? We've invited the Holy Spirit and we've invited ourself as Christ to be our identity and so simply live that, knowing that 
No, pain is no part of that. Sickness is no part of that. Death is no part of that. Lies are no part of that. Sadness, grievance of any kind, worry, fear is no part of that. I have asked and he has come. The third line, his gifts came with him and I am free of pain. So in asking him, his gifts of joy, peace, love, of patience, of strength, of happiness, of peaceful presence, of healing, full healing, of salvation. They have come, and I am free of pain. So pain is no part of that. So if there is any temptation to believe in pain, to say, no, I've asked, he's come, his gifts are here, and pain is not part of that. So simply dismiss it. Like dandruff on the shoulder, turn and... Blow it off. That's it. Blow it away. Next line. No more is pain, my friend, and guilt, my God. I don't know if anyone has any recurring pain or chronic pain, but I do know the feeling of just being used to the pain and saying, this is my lot in life. I will have this pain, and I don't mind it because it uh, is a reminder um, and when I push myself in some way, if I get into a grievance, the pain acts up, and so it's my little helper. But no, the Holy Spirit doesn't help me through pain. God's will is not pain. There is no pain in, in Christ, in God's plan. Um, pain is of the ego, 100%, no two ways about it. So if I'm experiencing pain... I am accepting the ego as identity. And what goes on in this, what, what uh, comes later in the chant is how important it is to recognize the body as nothing. So I'm believing in the body. And if we're honest with ourselves, maybe throughout the day we are believing in the body, maybe we are identifying with the body, uh, maybe we seek pleasure of any kind, with the body, food, pleasure, any pleasure with the body, and pain is a part of that as well. Uh, any, any identification with pleasure in the body will necessarily result in the experience of pain in the body. So, no more is pain my friend. I do not accept it any longer. Pain is not my friend. Pain is completely of the ego, and I don't need it and I let it go, I see through it, I blow it off my shoulder, and I accept the gifts of God, of the Holy Spirit. No more is pain, my friend, and guilt, my God. If I'm accepting pain, I'm accepting that I'm guilty, and I'm agreeing to stay in that pain because I'm guilty. And this can go with Louise Hay's philosophy. Um, maybe some people are into the mind-body connection, and we think, okay, so if I have pain in my hip, it is fear of moving forward. And that is an accepted belief of many quote-unquote spiritual people that uh, the, the pain that I have is a result of some, some thought pattern. And the other way to look at it is I will not analyze the thought pattern. I will not interpret or look at it as anything real I will simply see the pain and say it's of the ego and the ego is not real, period. I go straight back to Christ. I go straight back to God. I won't give it 
any moment of my time or strength or energy of saying, why do I have, never, why do I have this pain? What was the thought pattern that produced this pain? No, the ego loves that. Let me go to Google and try to figure out this pain. No, the ego loves that. Simply, not of God, dismissed. I renounce death and all its forms, and I simply return to the perfect, peaceful presence of God. There is no past. There is no guilt. There is no punishment for guilt. We do not need to accept pain. And I should welcome the effects of love. Hallelujah. This isn't saying you should. You should really affect the, uh, welcome the effects of love. It's saying, and now, because of what you know, you should welcome the effects of love. Why wouldn't you welcome the effects of love? You've asked the Holy Spirit, and he has come, and he has brought all the gifts of God with him, the thoughts of God with him. So the effects of love are here to be accepted. You should accept them. You will be so happy if you accept them. Should can sometimes be used uh, in a conditional phrase, like if you want to go from here to there, you should go in that direction. Not you really should, like a guilt trip, but if you want to be happy, if you want to heal, if you want to remember God, you should welcome the effects of love. And I, I gladly accept that phrase. Yes, I should, and I do right now accept, welcome the effects of love. And then the next phrase is, I dwell in abundance, I cannot be in pain. So this uh, is reminiscent for me of Jesus saying, I come that you may have life and have it in abundance, have it to the full. So abundance in every area. I dwell in the abundance of life. There is no pain in the abundance of life. There is no limitation, no me saying, uh, that hurts to do that, so I shouldn't do that. I won't do that because that hurts. And I am a living example of Christ on earth. I am a teacher of God, showing the healing. I am healed and can heal. I am saved and can save. But not right now because my body hurts. No, there is no accepting body pain at all. I dwell in abundance. I live an abundant life moment by moment, continuously. I am extending, I am creating in heaven. I'm going beyond the state that I'm in now, increasing the light, increasing the demonstration of life. The next line, I cannot be in pain. That's in the course. I'll read some quotes after. I cannot be in pain. That's it. It's all said. If I'm in pain, then I'm not who I am. I'm not accepting the true identity. I'm living in a false identity of the ego. The next line, I am the holy son of God. Salvation is come. These are beautiful lines. I am the holy son of God. That, that type of phrase is repeated so many times. We need to hear it and repeat it again and again as we believe so deeply I am a body in a world. I am a body in a world. No, I am the Holy Son of God. And as we go deeper and deeper into what that is, it, it really shows itself to us what that Holy Son of God is and how grand it truly is. Um, 
and going deeper and deeper into the experience of that in meditation, in vision throughout the day, in holy instants that come all throughout the day, in miracles that prove it to us, and in forgiving and allowing things to fall away, fall away, and the natural state all the time is lighter and freer and happier, and we are approaching and approaching the living experience of the Holy Son of God is who I am and nothing else. And salvation is come, is the next line. That's again, by his stripes we are healed, by his, rex- by his resurrection we are saved. It's done. Salvation is come. We don't have to push through that veil again. We can simply slide through as we, com- as, as we let go of all resistance. Really, I, I did have resistance to, to resistance to Jesus. Maybe some people do. Um, I would invite everyone just to say, it's okay. Jesus is just all right with me. And go all the way. Could you think of a better example of the highest teacher to bring us home to God? You know, let's, let's take the highest teacher, the best teacher. And the next uh, four lines. The body is nothing and this is recognized. I live in God. I live in God. The nothingness of the body is necessary to see and to recognize in order to know ourselves as the Christ, the Holy Son of God. And for pain to dissolve and for grievances to be replaced by miracles, the body is nothing. And this is recognized. I live in God. And that simple phrase, I live in God, it brings me out of body identification, identification with the world, identification with any kind of grievance, just to replace it with, I live in God, abundant life, the Holy Son of God, I live in God, I live in God, and just take it straight up when I'm tempted to get into a conflict. I live in God when I'm tempted to Uh, just feel tired, to feel a little bit frustrated. I live in God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I live in God. Any temptation of any kind to come down, that's when the body is going into sickness. Pick it up. Replace it. I think there's a, a stage of understanding, of learning. Of course, A Course in Miracles is so big and Um, complex and there are many concepts that are important to learn and then there's a stage to just say enough of ego thoughts I live in God simply replace them I live in God I live in God hallelujah I will read some phrases where these uh, lines were taken from chapter 12 section 3 For you will surely place yourself among the poor who do not understand that they dwell in abundance and that salvation is come. Our true state, it is done. We now dwell in abundance and salvation is come. Chapter 29, section 2. No more is pain your friend and guilt your God, and you should welcome the effects of love great line. Uh, And then in that same section, 
Your guest, capital G, has come, has in italics. Your guest has come. You asked him, and he came. You did not hear him enter, for you did not wholly welcome him, and yet his gifts came with him. He has laid them at your feet and asks you now that you will look on them and take them for your own. They are there. The gifts are there. Healing is there. Take it for your own. Just take it. By his stripes, I am healed. And then we are in chapter 29, section 2. Sickness is a demand the body be a thing that it is not. Its nothingness is guarantee that it cannot be sick. In your demand that it be more than this lies the idea of sickness. The body that is asked to be a god will be attacked because its nothingness has not been recognized. And so it seems to be a thing with power in itself as something it can be perceived and thought to feel and act and hold you in its grasp as prisoner to itself. And then from Lesson 191, I am the Holy Son of God himself. This is an italicized prayer. So for us to say, be glad today, how very easily is hell undone. You need but tell yourself, quote, I am the Holy Son of God himself. I cannot suffer, cannot be in pain. I cannot suffer loss, nor fail to do all that salvation asks. End italics. And in that thought is everything you look on wholly changed. Amen. So if we're looking at pain, and uh, I hear many students um, looking at healing the body, and I understand completely that everything is of the mind. So if I'm asking for healing, I'm asking for healing in the mind completely. I'm asking to look at the body differently. Do not ask that the body be healed. Ask that you perceive it differently. So all the healing is in the mind. I'm not asking for uh, any, any physical things to be manipulated on the body. Uh, putting Jesus's power or God's power into a spot on my body. No, I'm bringing my mind to God. I'm bringing the darkness to the light. And in that, full acceptance though, full acceptance that every little stain of darkness is not true. And the truth is wholeness. The truth is life. And so bringing that, knowing the mind is purified, and I can claim that right now. Accept the atonement for yourself right now. It's simply accepting it. It is done. It is true. It is the truth. Wholeness is the truth. Eternal life is the truth. Dwelling in abundance is the truth. And nothing else is the truth. Hallelujah. So, bless you in this chant. Uh, may, you, may you enjoy the chant in that uh, it's, it, it penetrates, uh, but also that the words, maybe through the melody, come into the mind and can be memorized and repeated, and that these words break, break a, a limitation in your mind, that they break an obstacle to the aware, awareness of love's presence and that we can all, as one connected mind, one mind completely, as one mind, we can all accept 
that salvation is come. Healing is accomplished now. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless you. See you next time.